Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hello. Welcome to the Comedians Playing Fantasy Premier League podcast with me. Matt Ford. And me, John Richardson. This is the podcast where I basically beat Matthew every week at FPL. And for this episode, we will be joined by comedian Frankie Boyle and his son Thor. This episode was recorded before the midweek fixtures. So if you want to know if John's won again... I probably have. If you'd like to know for sure... You know what? I hope by the time this goes out, people know that I've beaten you. Go to Twitter.com. Go on. If you've beaten me because Nottingham Forest have beaten Manchester City at the Etihad, then fair play to you. And if you'd like to call it now and predict that score, then go for it. I think I'm going to beat you in CPFPL this week. Go on. What else am I supposed to say? I think you're supposed to say that you think Nottingham Forest are going to beat Manchester City and then predict the scoreline. They conceded too early at Palace. Who's to say Young Johnson couldn't get in that box? Wreak havoc. Erling Haaland gets injured. I think we are going to win. Sod off. I'm backing the boys. I'm proud. I say 2-1 Forest, but who knows? Oh, God, you know, because you listen to this well, now. everybody you listening know. knows. Damn it, we don't know, but you know. How does... Man, you know when you think about it, isn't that mad? We're the people making the show and we don't know, but the people listening to it, they do know. I think that's the one thing people listening to this show would get a vibe off, that they probably know more than us. If you want to know the specifics of what happened in the midweek scorelines, head to the Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash comedians FPL. So we're joined now, uh, thankful to say, by not just the manager, but the managers of El Skelpers. Um, and I, sh- I should let you say the team name, really, because it's a Scottish word, isn't it? Frankie Boyle and his son join us now. Talk us through the team name and talk us through the sort of um, the balance of work that's happening. Well, to scalp, the verb in Scottish is to smack someone on the bum. So we are... Um, well, that's how we see ourselves, really. That's the sort of shurikens that we're going to be delivering to the rest of the league. And I'm I'm kind of overseeing things gently. And Thor is very much into the stats. Probably too much, so. Well, you need that. Um, this feels a sort of natural point early on for Matt Ford to ask a question because it seems, once again, Matthew, sort of broadly not, not into the stats or the trying to score points. Perhaps uh, Thor could give you some, some help there. Yeah, Thor, can I ask... Where are you getting your stats from? Um, Being way too in detail every time I transfer in a player. Just look at every little bit and then look across several different Wikipedia pages. So so for each player you're doing detailed, basically you're compiling a dossier like a club would. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, maybe I'll do that for one player, and then and then I get lazy and just buy players who look good. But what, like, so on the app, right? I'll if I want to transfer a player out, I'll then look. The the two things I do are I then click on price and look at the what's the most I can get. As in, with the money I've got, how can I spend all that money on one player? And I'll try and cross-reference that against what fixtures there's co- coming up. Should I also be clicking? What are the details? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I feel like I'm everything I'm doing should make it right, and, and it's not working. It's so- sort of like walking hungrily into a supermarket with 50 quid and coming out with a bottle of champagne that was 49.99. That's of no... Sustenance value to you whatsoever, but coming out happy because you spent the full fifty quid. Yeah, but I'd have a great ten minutes. <laughs> How are you doing in the league, Matt? Where are you? I'm I'm fourth from bottom, I think. I'm I'm twenty sixth out of twenty eight or something like that. It's really bad. Just checked. You what? are exactly twenty sixth from twenty eight. Yeah, Is he it? knew that. Yeah. So I've got a good retention for some numbers. So you're potentially going to get sucked into a relegation battle. <laughs> I mean. It, this happened last season and I ended up finishing top half. But I I know more about the game this year. And, and that's, to be fair, in my defence, I've picked three Forest players because I'm a Forest fan. And that has compromised me somewhat. What should be the first thing that I look at? What, what are the key bits of information for, for any transfer that I should use? I'd try and watch the football and go... He looks good. Look at his stats. You've got to watch the games, haven't you? Because sometimes you're like people people you don't think are going to be that great, but they take every corner. Yeah. So have you got have you both got access to the account or is it very much that Thor's doing the work, passes the little slip of paper over and you've yes, got yeah, access yeah. to the password? Actually he waves it in front of me. And I go <laughs> Hey how, how do we feel about Odegaard this week? And that's that's pretty much how it works. Oh, I, I brought in Odegaard. He's, he's been with me from the beginning, Odegaard. And that, that's brought me a lot of joy because he's good value. Well, we brought him in first two weeks, was it? And he, like, blanked both weeks. And then uh, I traded him out. I think I got Martinelli in. And, yeah, the sexy money. And then Martinelli didn't do much. And uh, Odegaard scored 10-plus points both those weeks. Yeah, Martinelli's the sexy money, isn't he? But Odegaard is dependable. He's he's, he's going to have a bad run, Odegaard, and I will be amongst a lot of people getting rid of him when he does. We've never had this uh, we language before. It's very nice. to. Uh, it, it must have, at some point, there must be a, a, a little ding-dong, a little fracar on the touchline. No, I don't know enough to. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it does feel like a, we've never really had, as John says, a, a dual premiership. This does feel like a, a Lennon and McCartney, maybe a, a Clough and Taylor, Houllier and Roy Evans. I mean, it, who is the senior partner in this? And, and Frankie, it sounds like it's Thor, but is there anything that you actually bring to this team? Um, a sense of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes it is interesting, isn't it, just having a trusty stats and stuff, isn't it? Because you look at um, Alexander-Arnold or something, and sometimes he looks very unimpressive, doesn't he? Mm. And the stats don't lie, and you know he gets so many assists. Yeah, know? and there's a bit of that in Scotland as well. There's some Scottish players who don't look great, but their stats are amazing. And do you play, is there, an, is there a Scottish fantasy app? I, I, no, I wouldn't say there is. I, I wouldn't. I've never known. seen one, but it should just be all old from. Yeah, it would just be entirely. <laughs> it would be like you get three players from Celtic and Rangers, and then try and fill it up with the cheapest players from some other random club.
Mr John, to celebrate Harry Kane's curse being well and truly over, I have signed up with Harry's Razors for a trial set. They sent me an expertly engineered handle, a five-blade cartridge crafted by artisans in a German factory, and it comes with a precision trimmer. The set's also got foaming shave gel for effective lubrication and a travel blade cover for when you're on your travels. I mean, it's exactly what you would imagine a travel blade cover to be, but you get one. You also get a free hydrating night lotion. I know how much you need to hydrate yourself at night. So a Harry's kit is exactly what you need to keep that dry, peeling face from dropping off your very skull. So, dear listeners, you can get the very same. If your skin is as bad as John's, then get it now. Support our podcast and start your own skincare journey by redeeming a free Harry's trial set. All you need to do is pay £3.95 to cover delivery. Just go to harrys.com slash comedians and have your trial set and free night lotion delivered to your door. That's harrys.com slash comedians. Did you see the uh, the the 9-0 that everybody's talking about this week, uh, Celtic? Yeah, we were watching that with my dad. He still wasn't that impressed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He won a lot for a 9-0 win, I thought. Yeah, didn't like Greg Taylor at all. <laughs> <laughs> it always amazes me, if a team can score nine, why can't they score ten? Yeah, I think some sort of sense of petty kicks in. <laughs> But not at six. They wait till nine to have pity. <laughs> yeah. But also then they, they rest half the players, don't they, once they get to six or seven. You can't help but think as well, though, with, with FPL being so stats-based, you just assume, well, that's that's just a goal every 10 minutes, and that is peak. That's mm. all you can do. There will never be 10 unless there's 10 minutes of injury time, which I guess you're not going to... I mean, a referee would have to be a real prick to leave a 9-0 game going for an extra 10 minutes. <laughs> well, how long has this relationship been going on? Because I'm looking at your previous seasons, Frankie, and it strikes me, if I might make so bold, mm. that you sort of enjoy it every other season, and then every other season there's a sort of fuck it moment where you probably leave your team to rot in a basement. I'll be honest, <laughs> it's on my phone, and I always played FPL for the first four weeks and then got a bit bored of it. And <laughs> I bring in a great team for those first four weeks and then give up. But then it's also, it's only one of your football management options because you've also got the broken career mode on FIFA and you've got football manager. So yes. you're giving your time to football, if you're doing badly to fantasy football, you've got other options. Yeah, Are I, you doing all three then, Thor? No, I, I like to get quite angry at FIFA career mode that the broken is. Um, that's, that's a hobby of mine. And I'm quite into the idea of Football Manager, yet I do not have a PC to play it on or an Xbox. So I'm I'm with the PlayStation at the moment, but I like the idea of it. I mean, in between playing various football games, watching all the games to get the intel in order to play these football games properly, do you have time to eat? What there, there must be no time left for anything else. Oh, you'd be you'd be surprised how much time I find for other. I guess it's the sort of moment that you would want as a dad to sort of intervene, but comedy's not the really job you can sort of, it's not really the sort of job you can harp from the sidelines at. So you you need to knuckle down, otherwise, I mean, because I, oh, yeah. I've had a thing with both kids where I deliberately tried to 
like make show business look as bad as possible. So I'd like strategically take them to gigs I knew were going to be really rough and terrible. I like, like, a, like, a, like a really a charity gig that would really overrun that kind of thing. <laughs> You'd be stuck backstage with a lot of terrible people. And I just tried to make it like as off-putting as possible. And it's worked. You've succeeded. <laughs> yeah, but you've inadvertently driven him into the arms of waiting computer games and apps. And do feel free to name the acts that you would sort of look for in a bill that you would think, that's someone who's going to put my kids in <laughs> Yeah. I think also games are underrated for kids. Thor's like really dyslexic. And because really I, severely, I it's tricked terrible. him into various games where you have to do a lot of reading. Ah. You know, so like, because you've got to read to learn how to upgrade your armor or get your magic hammer or whatever. It's, uh, it's actually been really good. And actually this, I mean, FPL is like finance, it's stats, it's all, I mean, this is like spreadsheets, really. I, th- I think it's a bit like when we used to get told off for like, you know, watching too much telly and all that kind of stuff. I think games are like, um, you know, games are an art form in themselves and they have it like they have a place. And they are spectacular and they're not going anywhere. That's the thing with my daughter's five now and she's starting to get pretty, pretty into some of them. She's 10 places ahead of me in this league. (laughs) (laughs) She's picking at random players whose names sound like they might be animals. That's what she goes for. But it's pointless telling your kids not to get into them because they're amazing and they're only going to get better and they're always going to be around. It's not like they're going to get taken away from them. You might as well get good at them and then at least you can get some enjoyment out of it. Aye. But then it sounds like maybe you don't, Thor. Get how many do you enjoy, and how many do you just really want to do well at? You can't play something and hate it, unless it's FIFA, obviously. In which case, I think every FIFA's player's relationship is completely hatred based. Um, FIFA's like a microcosm of capitalism. It's just this broken thing that we can't change or fix or make better <laughs> because and we Pez can't get rid of. Terrible. Yeah, and it's just we're stuck with it. We're stuck in the system of FIFA, and we want it to be good, and it's never good. Well, I was thinking of captaining Haaland this week, and I didn't. So should I captain him next week? I was saying this earlier. Usually, my thing would be, don't captain a player twice in a row. What player is going to score a hat trick twice in a row? Oh. Haaland, you're like maybe he will. He's one of those players that might just churn out goals this season, score about forty. But also Salah's got to come good at some point because yes. Salah's got so few points so far that surely this week. Well, I was thinking that when we were having that conversation about, you know, trying to enjoy things and, and you know, how FPL's one of those things that, you know, you can't take too seriously. You definitely speak as a management pair of Captain Harland this week because there were only about two or three in our in our league that did that and they all scored sort of in the 80-point mark and there were a lot of us looking at my... I mean, that, it actually was so bad, it was hilarious that he scored three points on a week where his team won 9-0. I mean, it's statistically incredible. And I even watched the highlights back. That, that, that one, it's an open goal at the back post. And it, for some reason, instead of just tapping it in with his right foot, he decides to sort of chip it over the bar with his left foot. And even he pisses himself laughing. Even he knows he's just wreaked havoc across FPL. But maybe he's been like bribed by some fantasy cartel. <laughs> Hopefully he'll get dropped this week. <laughs> uh, was it the real Pat? Is it the real Patrick Bamford that's on the in the, the league? That's in the league. 
is, yeah. The self-same. We, no, we noticed that he had captained himself <laughs> several, several games, in fact. <laughs> I enjoyed to check every week if he captained himself. Yeah, we asked him about it, and it's a sort of... I, th- I think psychologically, for a footballer to know he's going to play in real life and not captain himself is sort of an admission of defeat. So I think he sort of does it. Is it, is it worse to captain another player and accept that he might play terribly? Yeah, absolutely. I don't think he's got... Let me check if he's got three Leeds players in his team, though, because I don't think he has. Yeah, he scored 72 this week, um, beating Matt Ford. He's got Odegaard. He didn't captain Haaland. He captained Mo Salah. I mean, it, you know, it wasn't a bad move. You've got to move on. You've got to get over these things. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your typical radio ad while eating a crunch bar. This is automatic of Auto's used cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! Um, Matt, you've just come off the back of the Edinburgh Festival. I just think while we're uh, joined by people who can uh, educate you on things, would you like to ask anything about comedy? Oh, you piece <laughs> of work. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, I would. How do I get better at it? What, what should I focus on? <laughs> should I transfer out most of my material and buy, buy a whole load of new stuff on the cheap? You've just got to. You've just got to captain yourself. You've just it's, got to have the same. You've got to have that Bamford mentality. I think psychologically, just really helps. <laughs> How was your festival? Oh, it was great. I, I, mean, I love it. Um, but I, I just, without being like too serious about it. It just obviously costs a fortune for people to go, and you really noticed that it felt like the streets were a lot quieter this year. So, yeah, sure. Does. I think if they're not careful, they're going to kill it. Yeah, mm. I think it's too expensive, and I think also the crowds are getting more middle class. Maybe definitely. You're just like, well, a lot of people are being priced out. Of this as performers now. A lot of audience mm. are getting priced out as well. And is this the thing that we got in it to do? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Because like no, some totally people agree. do those gags and they're great and you're glad people turn up and stuff, but you're like, this isn't quite what I got in this for to you know come and deliver a version of a thing to to some very nice uh, people. <laughs> there was originally a bit more fire in this thing, and I hope that it feels out. like you know when like Britain gets really happy when another country is going to fail to host a tournament, and everyone says, well, we could host it tomorrow. It feels like Glasgow could say, should we do it next year? Yeah, I feel well, like we'd do it be, better. It would be a lot better. Well, the crowds would be livelier. I mean, that's for sure. You get more of a mix. Lively, lively yeah. is a word that covers a lot. Of- <laughs> <laughs> but it would. I mean, it would be different. And you, you know, I just feel it's. I don't know. It feels like 
the husk of something that yeah. used to be great. And maybe I feel a bit like the husk of something that used to be great when I'm there as well. Oh, man. Matthew, we should also tell the listeners we are launching an extra subscription service on anotherslice.com where they can get bonus episodes of the show, extra content. You will find early releases of episodes, ad-free episodes coming out before the Apple and Spotify downloads, bonus compilations of unheard material from the podcast every month, an exclusive FBL league where you can win prizes every month, including three pounds if you're into that kind of thing extra vinnie van der Viet and priority tickets for any live events we do and as an exclusive signing up bonus 100 guaranteed immunity from the curse and an extra high and a buy that's all for six pounds plus fat sign up at anotherslice.com follow the links to our page where you can view all the extra content you might even win the chance to be called a shit eater by john and me what more do you want out of life? <laughs> you made a documentary about Russia in the in the lead up to the last tournament. Yeah. Rob's got Qatar coming up. Have you been out to Qatar to to film what the lads are up to out there? <laughs> no, they did. Um, a production company did mention something like that to me, but I mean, it's just the, the thing is, it's, I don't think it would be uninteresting to go. Yeah. It's just moral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, there'd be like a real safety question, wouldn't there? Because you'd have to be standing there going, X people died building this stadium. And if, you, if you're going to film it and say it, I mean, that is a risk. And you can't just do it all in voiceover. No. You know, so I think there's a good documentary to be made about Tar, like a critical documentary. But by someone else. <laughs> yes, but ideally. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be done uh, quickly, though, as well, because as fickle as football is, if it's a good tournament, everyone will forget all that. So it's, it's nice yeah, seeing sad. a bit of sunshine at Christmas, wasn't it? And England did all right. So, uh, you know, fair play to them. You know, I think it will go a bit like that because yeah. we have this real blind spot to what happens in the Middle East anyway because we know that what we're up to there is generally not good. So we do tend to sort of la-la yeah. over you know, what happens. I tweeted last week about, because uh, Leeds beat Chelsea and then it cut to uh, Manchester City, Newcastle. I, I tweeted, oh, no, it's a shame we can't just do another 90 minutes of that rather than sport-washing Derby. And I got a lot of angry tweets saying, uh, I actually think that you'll find that what they've done has actually shone a lot more light on what they're doing. And actually, uh, it's brought a great deal more scrutiny than if they weren't buying up football clubs. And I don't know if I agree with that. Nah. I mean, they do it because it works. They don't spend, yeah. you know, hundreds of millions of pounds to, to invite scrutiny. Yeah, I just think it's time the people of Newcastle had a bloody boost. And if we can help... <laughs> we always let our listeners uh, dictate some of the features uh, on the show because frankly it's easier um, and Casey has nominated a feature called Keita as in the footballer Nabi Keita my heart uh, and he wants to ask is there a footballer that you have a sort of irrationally emotional response to for me it was always sort of Calvin Phillips that sort of felt like we were cousins in a way and he was my mate is there a footballer that beyond any club they play for or what they do you sort of feel like your mate Thor's shaking his head here in the manner of a 14 year old boy who's not going to declare an emotional attachment <laughs> 14 year old boy whose relationship with the players comes a lot from their spreadsheet of stats that he needs. I mean, I think with Ford, it's, it's every Forest player at the moment, isn't it? And Steve Coop. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dean Henderson at the moment, 
I didn't like the whole, like, can you celebrate that? I know saving a penalty is a big deal, but when you're losing... No! You've it's got not to like be it kidding. was nil-nil or you were one-nil up. You were, were one-nil down at the time. Newly promoted, and you, a couple of weeks ago saves a penalty from Declan Rice, and then very few goalkeepers ever will save a Harry Kane penalty, and he does it at the Forest Ground. It was amazing. Yeah. And at that point, we were still in the game. Obviously, we played very well, so that was potentially a turning point. And when otherwise, when can goalies celebrate? Really, a penalty saves pretty much it. I think when it's nil nil or when you win. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> waving the cap at a sort of regal. It, it was almost like an arm out of a a sort of golden carriage look to it, waving the hat. Well, it felt like a cricketer, didn't it? Or or, or slightly gladiatorial, like raising the sword. To, to all sides of the Colosseum, it felt very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it had an order of magnitude about it that I really liked. Old school. Have you watched the Arsenal All or Nothing yet? No. I've just started the first episode. I'm about halfway through the first episode, and I love it. I love Arteta. I think he's yeah. great. He comes across really well. He comes across really mad and really eccentric and utterly obsessed with the job. Yeah. But, like, if you were a fan of that club, you'd be like, this is great. This guy is putting everything into this. This is all he thinks about. And he's always lost his voice for every half-time team talk. Yeah. He's got no voice left. He's just screaming on the touchline constantly. And he has lots of terrible sort of um, ideas to pep them up and little kind of, like, aids that he'll do in his speeches and stuff that are all terrible. A lot of great drawings on his whiteboard of, various things depicting the the real uh, attitude he wants of the club and it's yeah. and lots of baffled looks from the players oh yeah, the one... oh, yeah that, that's always a highlight of those series just the the cuts they make to all the players faces sort of not understanding what their manager is on about do you think the um the players and arteta when they watch it back do you think it's like when a comedian's done a panel show and they're like oh, I'm not happy with the edit man I had a couple of really good lines they cut out <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah probably probably but they, I mean I'd say it's a fairly generous edit they're probably very controlled before they go in there aren't they in terms of what, when they're allowed to film yeah and it's access they'll never want to lose yeah they show things sometimes you're like that's not what the real meeting would be like yeah, you know, so, you know. so many times they just went into a meeting and they were just like we'd like you to be better that's not what happened there but he he goes from me for being he always seemed a bit of a cold fish and a careerist yeah. slightly to being like this um you know this really kind of obsessed uh, and quite warm character. Fit, I really like let's, let's just somebody say it. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a he's fit, too man. cold. He, he looks too much like an android. He looks like, you know when they make a That's robot of a person yeah. and it kind of looks a bit like them, but it doesn't fully look human yet. He, yeah. he looks like that. None of the frailty. None of the inconsistency of the wretched human soul. He's I'm just got a cold face, hasn't he? I worked with his sister once. Oddly. What did she do? And uh, she was a researcher at BBC Scotland because he was playing for Rangers. Oh, of course. So his whole family just um, kind of moved over. And she was a very nice lady and looked just. I was like just him. about to ask. Yeah, it was weird. She would have been attractive if you didn't already know what he looked like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tragic for him when that hair starts to go, though, isn't it? That's going to be big. He has a fabulous beard. Like mm. that, that beard was kind of impressive. It was so dark. Well, that's Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that that's what I'm into, that. <laughs> anyway. <God. laughs> yeah, Spanish. 
Whoa, I basically just miss Bielsa. He's like a fit Bielsa. He's a, you know he's young, enthusiastic, committed to the club. Just watches like videos of football all the time. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, there is a bit where they're on a plane or something, and you just see an over-the-shoulder shot from someone else, and he's just sat somewhere watching football on a laptop. At the end of the season, whoever finishes below the other between John and I has to do a forfeit. Sean Dyche suggested that we go to the park, run around a broomstick with our head and then try and take a penalty. And you can suggest anything you like. I mean, other people have suggested we electrocute each other. Uh, Other people have suggested um, getting slapped in the face. Do any forfeits spring to mind? Um, Something you may have had to do in a previous job or anything that that John or I could do to each other to the loser of this year's uh, season? Well, I, I could go very basic and say we should have to go on an away day with uh, the other person's team to your home stadium in the away stands with all the mad people who travel away. It's very tame. In your team shirt. Yeah, yeah, you have to be there. Okay, okay. cheering every goal. Oh, yeah. The shorts, the socks, everything. It is coming up. It will be our first game together this season, won't it? Leeds Forest is coming up in a couple of weeks and we'll be there together. If you want to sort of call it that you've already lost this season, I, no, of course I will I buy you a Leeds shirt. No, but I think the idea is that I would go in the Leeds end with a Forest shirt on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like make a scene if Forest scored. <laughs> I'd get my throat slit. <laughs> That'd be the, basically what you're suggesting is I commit suicide as a forfeit <laughs> just in a very sort of elaborate way have you got any other ideas that, that might result in less physical pain you, you got any ideas um, I, you know that was so good I just switched off <laughs> John uh, are you sitting down Yes. Excellent. I've got some very exciting news. You've ordered me a new chair. <laughs> no, better. We've been approached to make our very own CPFPL beer to accompany the podcast with Leeds's very own Kirkstall Brewery. I think we should open it up to the listeners to suggest. Get in touch. What should the comedians playing FPL beer taste like? Email us at hello at cpfpl.com with some suggestions. And for a bit of inspiration... Kirkstall are known for their delicious cask beers like Three Swords and Dissolution, as well as modern hoppy beers like Virtuous and Judicious. So what should it be like? Should it be dark and bitter like John's soul? Or should it be light and positive, sparkling and popular like um, one of my mates? As well as brewing great beer, they also own some of the best pubs in West Yorkshire, like the Kirkstall Bridge Inn and the Cardigan Arms in Leeds, the Sparrow Beer Cafe in Bradford, and their own tap room at the brewery on Kirkstall Road. I'm going to do a pub crawl around all of them. But you can get 20% off everything on Kirkstall's online shop with the code CPFPL20 and look out for that very special collaboration beer from us and Kirkstall very soon. Visit the website, kirkstall.shop slash collections slash all. <laughs> You're off on tour soon, are you, Frankie? Um, next year I'm going to do one, yeah, from like March. <laughs> oh, what the hell is going on there? I think that was the dog asking where we could get tickets from it. <laughs> That's the dog barking at his own reflection. 
has just got to that point where it's dark enough that he can now see himself reflected in the window and uh, he constantly picks a fight with himself. Do you guys have pets? John's really going through it with this dog at the moment. Thor has a very elderly greyhound. Oh, I love greyhounds. Greyhounds, though, are weirdly lazy for dogs that seem so fast. I had no idea. Yeah, isn't that the thing that they go ballistic and sprint for a bit and then sleep for the rest of the day? It's about 19 hours of sleep, I'd Took say. Took away 48. <laughs> so, your sister had a dog that we'd see a lot of called Mabel. Who's who, the opposite. Who's the opposite, who's a little ball of energy. And who I went through a period of feeding cheese and burgers <laughs> to before I was banned from having her. But she still remembers that and is very fond of me. <laughs> cheese, <man. laughs> And are cheese and burgers bad for dogs or good for dogs? I think pretty bad. Well, I feel there could be worse things, but I, I think in, in large quantities... <laughs> you sort of ask that as if you know that they're good for humans. You know, like if you Google, <laughs> can dogs eat apple, I understand as a question. Well, they're good for us, are they good for dogs? But the burgers thing is it's, it, it's fairly clear either way, isn't it? I think inadvertently we've come across a potential end-of-season forfeit, which is for the loser to be force-fed burgers and cheese. <laughs> Perhaps out of a bowl by my with a collar on, <laughs> but needs to be by a man dressed as a labradoodle. <laughs> are you volunteering? We can come to wherever you are on tour at that point. Sure, yeah, I'm up for that, man. If you can get me X XL lab labradoodle costume, I'm in. Okay, right. great. Thank you very much indeed. Does your dog? This is a quick thing. We've we've been discussing the use of the word shit eater. Um, as a sort of mm. underused insult, have, have you ever used it? When I was at school, eat shit and die was a really good <laughs> Maybe you've just come across the shortened version of that yeah. incredible insult. It is. Um, it's an exceptional insult, isn't it? Eat shit and die. <laughs> it's absolutely. <laughs> There's nowhere to go after that, is there? Yeah, not, even... just, not just that I want you to die, but I want the, the taste of shit to linger <laughs> as you die. Yeah, just in case wow. you thought that was going to be the worst thing that happened to you today. That would be a heck of an end of season forfeit to eat shit and die. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you lose three seasons in a row. I only ask because my dog today um, ate shit in front of me. Um Went and Ooh. picked a piece of shit up from the garden and I, I wasn't going to get it off him. I, I think it would have confused the dog more for me to want the piece of shit more than him. <laughs> so I decided just to let him have it. I regret that. There's some situations there's no right answers, you know. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I don't want him to think I want it. I don't really want him to have it. I sort of assumed it would put him off, this, you know, like the sort of making your kids smoke cigarettes. But he seemed to really like it. Now he's on Maybe 20 they... shits a day. Maybe the fox in question has eaten a lot of cheeseburgers. Uh, We'll let you both go and we'll wish you good luck for the season. Hey, thanks. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, good luck with the uh, good luck with the tour. Good luck with um, your various uh, fantasy and uh, made-up football endeavours, Thor. And good luck with the documentary coming up as well for Channel Four. Ah, cheers, man. Thanks. Cheers, guys. That's all we've got time for this week. Join us next week when I'll be interviewing the love of my life, Russell Howard. Remember to get in touch with new feature ideas. 
particularly ones that are pun-based, they don't have to be either. It's a broad brief. Interpret it however you would like. And remember, we're also launching a subscription service on anotherslice.com where you'll get extra bonus exclusive episodes of the podcast, unheard content from the regular episodes, and loads of other extras. Don't worry, this regular podcast is still available for free, but go to anotherslice.com slash cpfpl for details remember to tweet us at comedians fpl email us hello at cpfpl.com find us on the socials and leave a five star listen to me just concentrate on my voice block everything else out breathe leave a five star written review leave a five star written review say nice things say nice things bye bye